It's time for This Week in WordPress, episode number 183, entitled Purple. It was recorded on Monday, the 1st of November, 2021. My name's Nathan Wrigley, and this week I'm going to be joined by my new co-host, well, one of the new co-hosts, Michelle Frechette, but also by Hazel Kimpo and Hashim Warren. There's loads to talk about. I did actually have a week off, so there's a bit of an extra backlog. But the things that we cover this week are, for example, the fact that Gutenberg has rolled out 11.8, and there's a dozen or more new things involved in that. The team at Beaver Builder have got a new product called Assistant Pro. It's a bit like Dropbox, but for your WordPress website, it is going to save you a boatload of time and it looks really fabulous. WP Chill have taken over Gutenberg Forms and Automatic have relaunched their VideoPress product so that you can self-host if you like your own videos. Some product updates, Fluent CRM has got a new version, so has MainWP and Happy Files Pro, and we talk about those. WP Builds, we've got a Black Friday page, and we talk about that. And rounding it off, we talk about the opt-in monster vulnerability that was discovered by WordFence and the fact that this may have affected one million websites, but it all seems to be over now. And then towards the end, we have a little bit of a chat about comics. It's all coming up next on This Week in WordPress. This Week in WordPress was brought to you by AB Split Test. Do you want to set up your AB Split Tests in record time? The new AB Split Test plugin for WordPress will have you up and running in a couple of minutes. Use your existing pages and test anything against anything else. Buttons, images, headers, rows, anything. And the best part is that it works with Elementor, Beaver Builder and the WordPress block editor. Go check it out and get a free demo at absplittest.com. Hello, 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 hello. Episode number seven trillion four hundred and three of the WP Builds weekly WordPress news, which we, we call This Week in WordPress. I had a bit of a week off last week because I was in inverted commas tired after doing the Page Builder Summit. But we're back. We're back. And we're back with a vengeance. We've got some lovely new guests. I've just been having a very, very brief chat with uh, both of the two fine people you can see on the screen. But also joining us once again with some news this time around is Michelle Frechette. Michelle, before I get to that news, uh, is it okay if I introduce the other two? Absolutely. Please do. Okay. Yeah, that's great. So first of all, there we go. Michelle Frechette um, is here from Stella WP. Maybe that's new. You're probably familiar with seeing the words give WP next to right. Michelle's name. So there may be, maybe there's a clue there. Um, <laughs> and But also from Stella WP, we are joined by Hazel. Now, Hazel, uh, forgive me, I forgot to ask. And I, I don't want to. I was realizing that as soon as this is about to happen. You know what's <laughs> it's, uh, coming. Kimpo, like a K, not Quimpo. So it's, it's Kimpo. It's Filipino. So it's, it's yeah, Spanish, right. sort of. Okay. But... I was totally going to butcher that. So I'm glad I stepped <laughs> out of that like, hole. That's a good thing you asked. You're from Stella WP. Tell us about what you do over there. Yeah, I had marketing for Stellar WP, which is sort of our new adventure that we spun up this spring uh, under the Liquid Web umbrella as we're kind of gathering more WordPress plugins and Stellar WP is the the hat for all of those things. And we're heading up marketing. Okay, well, that's brilliant. Thank you. Anyway, thank you for joining us first time. Hopefully you'll enjoy it and wish, wish to come back. But also from WP Engine, we've got Hashim Warren. i pretty sure I've got that name correct. So, yep, exactly uh, right. <laughs> tell us about yourself, Hashim. It's very nice to have you on for the first time. Great. Yeah, it's great to be on. Um, so 
I work at WP Engine as a product marketing manager for our headless products. So that's Atlas. That's some of our open source products for headless, like WP GraphQL. Um, so that's what I do there. Well, thank you very much. No doubt all of us between us will be able to come up with some sense all about WordPress this week. Um, we've got uh, Hazel coming in from Los Angeles, so it's crazy early over there. And Hashim is coming in from North Carolina. And I think that's probably the same time zone as you, is it, Michelle, roughly speaking? Yes, absolutely the same time zone, yes. So not crazy early like like it is for Hazel, no. but still fairly no. early. So I, I appreciate <laughs> you guys making the effort to, uh, to join us today. So Michelle, absolutely. what's yes. the news? I am no longer the director of uh, customer success at GiveWP. As of this morning, I am the director of community engagement for Stellar WP. Awesome. So Thank you. Very so, excited about the work I'll be doing. Okay, I can't let this go without. I, I want a full explanation of what this job actually entails. What are you? What are? What's your purpose at, with this new job? I'd love to know. Yeah, so with this new job, I will be working more with the community, the internal community at Stellar. So I'll be working between our brands, but also with the greater WordPress community as well, doing things like, oh, I don't know, the Weekend WordPress podcast and the work I do at Post Status and some of those other things and looking for opportunities for all the people from Stellar to be involved in speaking engagements and podcasting and kind of just, I think of myself now as the hub of everything. everything <laughs> I, I thought about Michelle that way for a long time, which is why to me it was like a no brainer for Michelle to come into this role. She's been the hub of all things WordPress for a long time. So now she has yeah. to do it in uh, official capacity, which makes me very excited. My relationship with Michelle, Michelle goes, oh, sorry. You, you no, I just, I, I, I just was saying, I love connecting people and connecting brands to each other and helping everybody be as successful as possible. And this role was made for that. So. Well, I was just about to say, I've, I've known Michelle, I mean, we've never met in the real world, but we've known each other online and we've probably spent hours and hours and hours talking with each other online over the years. Mm -hmm. And uh, and honestly, you, I think this role was literally penned for your talents. <laughs> so uh, huge congratulations. I'm so pleased yeah, that you've landed you. the role and I suspect that you'll do really rather well at it. So thank you. congratulations, yeah. hearty congratulations. I'm, I'm really When they say they wrote... When they say they wrote the job description for you, it's true in this case because Hazel and I sat down and wrote the job description for this. <laughs> okay, here's a, here's a list so of Michelle's is, talents. Here's is, the job. Yeah. It yep. is literally everything I've ever wanted to do. <laughs> Hashim, did you want to get in there? <laughs> uh, get into what? Uh, oh, I just wondered if you would. It sounded like you wanted to contribute something there. Oh no! I just I, I'm just I'm just happy for you, Michelle. That, that is awesome you. when uh, the right um, position meets the right person. And Stellar WP, there's so much energy behind uh, that announcement and bringing everything together. So fascinating uh, what you folks are doing yes. over there. So congratulations! Yeah, yeah, hearty it's congratulations! Yeah, we 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 we. I'd love to keep talking about that, but we probably should crack on <laughs> with some with some WordPressy stuff. The 
First thing before we do that, if you are in the Facebook group, then you need to go to chat.restream.io forward slash Facebook, which is a real mouthful, isn't it? Chat.restream.io forward slash FB, not Facebook. Um, otherwise, you remain anonymous. You come up onto our chats with no face, just a big F. And the we don't know what your name is. That's fine if you wish to do that. A, a sort of circuitous way of getting around that is just before you write anything, just write your own name. Um, if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash live and you're logged into Google, you can use YouTube comments over there. And if you've got anything you want to say, please do. I would urge you, if you listen to this just on the side, you know, if you've not given it your full concentration, all good. But maybe just pause for a moment, head over to Twitter and just say, I'm watching this over on wpbuilds.com forward slash live. And uh, see if you can drag a mate or two in to join in the conversation. That would be so really nice. Yeah. Isn't this where we make the pun about that's so meta? Oh, oh <laughs> I do not like that name. Oh, I so do funny. not. I, I, I do like that name. I, I, I like the, uh, you know, they say naming is hard. Uh, renaming is even harder. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but I, I like the name because I feel like it does match with their mission. I feel like Zuckerberg is serious about that mission. I have other thoughts about whether I want Zuckerberg to be uh, successful in that mission. <laughs> but uh, it, it does seem like uh, um, I actually like the name and and I like what it seems like the process they went through to, to get to it. But yeah, I, I can, you know, I can understand other perspectives on that too. It's really curious over here. The most of the news that I've c consumed has really framed against Facebook in the last 18 months or so. The, I, the, the palpable shift from Facebook is great, everybody's on Facebook, yoo-hoo, Facebook. Um, there's been a real turning around, and, and especially there was almost like mocking in the British press about yes. how 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 coincidental it was that, you know, there's a ton of stuff going on um, about Facebook uh, in a Congress, I believe is the right word. Um, and, and then coincidentally, there's just this re big rebrand going on at the same time. It seemed it, there was just lots of conspiratorial thoughts about it but um, Matt, Matt it doesn't matter though. Facebook's so big like it I mean I mean they're they're not mission driven anymore they're trying to act like they're mission driven but they're not but I mean they're so big it doesn't matter in the US we have Walmart and like everybody will say that they hate Walmart but it's still the biggest company in America so it doesn't matter mm -hmm. like <laughs> this is very cynical capitalism look at the world but to yeah. me it's like Facebook can say all the things and you know, I don't use Facebook that much anymore, and I think there'll be less and less. You know, there's different ones, but the fact of the matter is it's still like the number one traffic site in the world. I do Matt think Graham that, posted that Matt Graham posted that um, they're renaming it Meta because they're planning on stealing all your metadata, and they're just being more forthcoming about it. <laughs> well, they're planning. They've already done that. Yeah. I know. Uh, hello from Toronto, whoever you are. This is a Facebook user. This is... This is somebody that hasn't clicked I'm that gonna, button. I'm going to guess this is Rob Cairns. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Toronto. Because okay, he's like, well. oh, I can make it now. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the, yeah, the, it's really peculiar. I, 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 you know, I've watched the film Ready Player One, and if that is where Meta is heading, then my personal opinion is I don't want to be a part of that. I, I want yeah. I want the real world in spades. I don't want to see the real world through a set of, well, actually, I do want to see the real world through a set of glasses. But uh, anyway, anyway, let's, yeah, let's, let's get on. WordPress. Let's put some WordPressy stuff up. So first thing on the roundup today is over at WP Tavern. 
We've got Justin Tadlock writing a piece all about some new features which are coming out in Gutenberg, the plugin, 11.8, dozens of new features. It seems like there was a little bit of a hiccup. It never quite made it onto the repository for reasons that I don't fully understand, but this first little paragraph here is all about that little hiccup. But then it came, and uh, there's quite a lot of nice stuff in there. It really is getting to some level of maturity now. I, I won't go into the detail because I will link to this in the show notes, but if you are curious, if you're sitting on the fence about playing with Gutenberg um, as the plugin, then some of these things might be of interest to you. They've got this nice cover background opacity. That's the cover block where you can uh, kind of layer things. This is Justin Tadlock's uh, interpretation of what he wanted to achieve with that. And it sounds like he's got a direct route into the team because he requested something and about six months later it landed, which is really nice. They've also got automatically generated heading anchors. You can sort of see them here if you're looking at the screen. And hopefully this will um, come in handy later. If you're creating content, you'll be able to sort of anchor things automatically, depending on what you put in the header block. Um, featured patterns. This is really interesting. This is why I think Gutenberg ultimately will be successful. This is a set of limited patterns at the moment, only 15 so 15 patterns have been created by members of the, the core team, and they've dropped inside this featured list, which, again, if you can see it on the screen, um, there's a little featured toggle here, and 15 of them have been chosen. And you can just click on them, and they'll instantly drop into your site. But imagine a world in which everybody gets to create their own um patterns like this and they are put into a repository and you can just go and find whatever it is and you'll be able to build your WordPress websites hopefully much much more quickly um, various other bits and pieces like Pinterest O embed that's something I personally don't really know a great deal about and also a plain block style block quote style so that you don't have to if you don't wish it to look all dramatic and different from the rest of your text uh, you don't have to so that's basically that piece in a nutshell uh, just so that hazel and hashim know if at any point you want to just interrupt me or anything that's fine but quite often i just rabbit on like this and then at the end say go for it if anybody's got anything to say so i'm going to say go for it <laughs> well i will say that um, that the block editor has become something that's got so many bells and whistles now that I've lost track. It's almost like my cell phone, right? I use like 10% of the potential of what's there because I haven't even had time to dig into it. And it just keeps soldiering on with more and more great things. And I think it's wonderful. I just, I need to carve out some time to learn a little bit more about it. And well, to me, I think it's like, I don't know, it goes back to like WordPress's whole roots of democratizing publishing. Because for a long time, there was a huge chasm in like, okay, cool, you democratized publishing, I can go make a blog post now and figure out generally how to have a site. But if I want to have opacity behind a thing like this blog could do, I'll need to go call somebody else. And that's not democratizing publishing, in my opinion. True. Uh, this gets you a lot closer there. And I that all of this stuff makes me super excited about where, where mm -hmm. things are. And I think that the hard thing is to stop talking like blocks as like, oh, well, let's get into blocks, like as everybody who's been in WordPress before. And like, how do you, because that conversation is not relevant to people new to WordPress. And I think there's a weird block there of trying to put block, how to get people into, <laughs> you know, the block editor as like the given, as opposed to like this whole conversation about it, which isn't relevant to somebody who's joined WordPress in the past year even. You know, I think last week was the first week where I was starting a new site and I decided to completely go with 
Genesis and and um, and uh, the blocks, um, the custom blocks we have over there, plus used blocks. It was my first time doing that. And I was really surprised at myself because my last site was just a headless WordPress site. So I wasn't using, you know, block editor at all. I'm using, you know, ACF and I'm not using the block editor at all. Um, and also I used to be big into using um, a Beaver Builder. I said, wow, okay. And also I, I was, uh, you know, really active on Twitter. What is it? Uh, a year and a half ago, maybe two years ago, uh, making fun of Gutenberg. So, uh you know, <laughs> older curmudgeon has come along too, because uh, of the power of the of Gutenberg and the block editor. So I love that they're adding stuff that um, that they continue to add things to it, and there's continued investment in it. So that's really exciting. Yeah, yeah, it really is. There's there's been it's really curious. I've got a whole bunch of friends in the WordPress community, and and there seems to be a real line being drawn, you know, dividing them. And the line is called Gutenberg. And on the one hand, you've got the people who I don't want anything to do with it, and it really feels like that position is entrenched now, and they are not going to have anything to do with it, come what may. And then you've got the people on the other side who are experimenting and trying things out and seeing where they can go with it. And and I, I'm on that side, and I'm really enjoying all of the, the new things that come along and, and seeing that it, the block isn't just limited to being a thing which sits on the screen. The block can be really complicated in the background, you know, doing, in my case, I use one called Newsletter Glue, which enables me to produce newsletters and fire them off to um, Active Campaign or wherever it might be. And it's a block. It just sits there and you would, it's just fabulous. So I'm, I'm loving all of this stuff. Andrew Palmer, uh, is also pro Gutenberg. Andrew, we're going to talk about something of yours a little bit later. Uh, and he also <laughs> also says, is purple the stellar color? He's just asking. He, he loves it. It's, uh, it's, it's come up several times. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It's, 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 you know, it's Michelle and I definitely do have the same hair. It's fantastic. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know what I'm going for here. I'm just I going know, for you're, you're <laughs> in, you're just, you're in with all. <laughs> just going for white um we've got peter ingersoll he says 100 percent agree that, that uh that the discussion too often leaves out the new users that only know the block editor the given yeah thank you peter nice to have you on board today that's really nice okay now hashim just mentioned beaver builder i'm gonna clip right along to this other piece this i i think i am not the best person to talk about this because i am so ridiculously excited about what this can do i think i'm basically gonna promote it which is not my intention but this is beaver built so okay this is not beaver builder but it's the team behind beaver builder right. they've been touting this product they've had it out in alpha for ages david warmsley the guy that does the podcast on a thursday with me he's been playing with it and giving me little bits of feedback here and there about about what it can do and i know as well paul lacy has had a play and i would say just lock your wallet up if you don't want to spend any money because as soon as you've seen what this thing can do, you're just going to be hemorrhaging the, the fee straight away. You're going to want this. This is called Assistant Pro, and it's like Dropbox for WordPress. In fact, I'm sure they say that somewhere. Oh, yeah, there you go. Like Dropbox, but for WordPress developers. Essentially, install the plugin, and then you can just chuck everything to do with your WordPress website. And I really do mean everything. So that could be images. It could be templates. In fact, I think they've got a lovely little list here. So yeah, here we go. Um, wireframes, starter content, images. So that could be SVGs, PNGs, and so on. Layouts, uh, pages, entire pages of content, theme customization, settings, color codes, 
basically anything that you can imagine. You can chuck it up into Assistant. You go to your other website and download it. So um, that, to me, is simply incredible. And then you can do things like tag it. You can have your team members in so that they can access this thing but not that thing. And I'm just really, really keen uh, to see how so this goes. Like you run this via you their SaaS service, in, right? You, you have a plugin connected to your site, but you run it via their SaaS. Really, yes. Really um, interesting. Hazel, you're, yeah, I got a real feedback from myself there just then. I don't know what that was. Um, but yes, um, my understanding is that it's running in their cloud, so it's not... You know, I could be wrong about this, and I hope I'm. I hope I'm saying this right. If anybody knows better, please just stick something in the comments. Um, but I think I think you're doing things on their cloud, so you've got to be happy with that position. I don't think it's a, like a dedicated WordPress install, a bit like I don't know, main WP or something like that. I don't think so. So anyway, the pricing is here. It is, there's a free version, you know, it'll have limitations, I'm sure. There's a $15, I'm guessing this is per month, must be, right? Uh, yeah, there you go. If you do it yearly, it's $144 for one user. And if you go up to a team account, which is up to three users, it's 192 And then I think if you want more users, you can, you know, if you've got a big agency or something, I think it's $5 a month. But I'm, I am addicted to online backup storage sync solutions. Like, I've got them all running. I love it. I have no idea why. I just love all that stuff. So this is right up my street. But how much time is this going to save you? If you just log into a website, first thing you do, install Assistant, click some buttons, boom, you've got yourself a site. Every every template that you ever wanted is just right there. Right. Discuss. <laughs> you know, for somebody who's freelancing or an agency, this is going to be truly a game changer because it's going to let you start things up so much faster mm -hmm. than, you know, loading plugins and things like that. I mean, we all have uh, have had our like shortcuts that we do in the past, right? Like saving a starter theme with all the, the plugins already attached to it, et cetera. And then, you know, two months later you go to use it and everything's out of date because of all the plugins and things that, you know, you've been sitting on your hard drive. So I think, you know, if, if, if it's done right, it's going to truly be a time saver for a lot of people. Yeah, this is really awesome. I actually didn't realize this launched, so I'm glad we're talking about it. Um, you know, Assistant has been uh, in a kind of alpha stage for for years now. And when it first came out, I was a little nonplussed about it. I was like, okay, that's, that's cool. I, I hope they continue to build Beaver, Beaver Builder because I'm a user buyer of that. But, um, you know, everywhere I've worked, we've had issues with kind of digital asset management and kind of damn solutions. They don't, um, they're not tailored to your CMS. So to have one that is actually tailored to your CMS is really, really interesting and really exciting. So I'm glad that they've like actually continued to develop a system and that they're going in this direction, like teams actually share, uh, saving and sharing um, assets and, and, um, and it looks like uh, settings and functionality. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah, I saw Andrew, Andrew say that there's a couple other folks doing similar things around. I know he had done something similar and I know um, Cadence Cloud has one of these too. And even iTheme Sync, not to like just tell my own brands, but it's just the ones I'm very familiar with. And I know that they're dancing around this, but this one seems, it seems very cool. And there's something 
I'm excited like you are, Nathan. This is like the type of thing that makes life so much easier. Yeah. The 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 nice thing about this is the UI is is right there. So you can sort of instigate it at any point. This little pencil icon just follows you around on the website and you you click on it wherever you may be. And so it's not like you would have to go off to a separate settings page or anything like that. It just follows you around all over the place and you click I, it and this panel just pops out. And so, you know, oh, what was that image? So you can search it, you can color code things like you can do in the finder on Mac OS, all those kind of things. And obviously share things with your teammates and chat with your teammates and all of that kind of stuff in there. It just seems like they've really thought about this. And like Hashim was saying, this has been in the oven for a really long time. And those guys, they do it right, I think. They, they take the time to mature a product. They take right. the time to listen to feedback. And, and I just think this is going to be an absolutely huge success. It's not going to be for everybody. They do go, they go into pains to make out on the website that it's compatible. You, you may be thinking, this is Beaver Builder only. They, they make the point that, no, that's, in fact, not the case. Oh, sorry, hiding, showing, hiding, showing. Um, Beaver Builder, Gutenberg, Elementor, Divi, Visual Composer. I think Composer. it's interesting they didn't decide to use their own uh, brand clout to sell this product. Yeah, interesting, eh? That's a, yeah. That's an interesting choice. Yeah, maybe they're trying to exactly that, just trying to separate the two so that I feel I think this they probably are, but that's always yeah. a challenge. WordPress companies are always spinning up other companies and there's always a challenge of like whether you want to use some of your name recognition or risk confusing people. And I think there's it's a give and take always. I can see that they, they struggled with it here. Yeah. It's a hard yeah. thing to decide. Yeah. Hey, brilliant product. Uh I think go yeah. and check it out. Go and go and have a look. Looks really good to me. Uh, anybody else think we've all had a little bit of a bash on that one? So that's great. I'll move on. This is, this is interesting. Munir Kamal, um, started a plugin a little while ago, probably like 18 months, two years ago called Gutenberg forms. And what a great idea. So you build your forms inside the block editor. So you drag in a, I don't know, a, a text area block and you drag in a checkbox block and you drag in a sub, a button block or whatever it might be, a submit block, and you build your forms that way. About, when was it? It was at some point earlier this year, I believe. Munir was, um, he went over to Extendify. He was hired by them. And the, the plugin kind of sat and hasn't really done a great deal. Justin Tadlock's got this piece uh, on WP Tavern called WP Chill takes over Gutenberg Forms, plans to shake up the free forms market. And so this company, WP Chill, who I confess I have not heard of them before, but they have decided to take it over. They've got another rival product called Kali, K-A-L-I Forms. And I don't know if they're going to run the two concurrently or like merge the code base. There was something about that in the article, but I've forgotten. But they hope to take this on and enable people to have a free, totally free form solution. They've taken it over from uh, Extendify, who looks like they weren't going to do anything with it. And so maybe just keep your eyes on this. I Again, in the same way that I'm into backup and sync solutions, I, I kind of have a license for just about every form plugin for no good reason. Uh, I just love buying form plugins. And when a really nice one comes along that's free, this really piques my interest. And it just seems like a really perfect interface to build forms in Gutenberg. It just seems really good. So any thoughts on a free form solution coming around the corner? I, I love I, that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go, go, Shane, please. Yeah, I love that when um, this developer, that when Gutenberg came out, they didn't just feel like, okay, you know, forms are solved already. 
but Gutenberg is a new, almost like a new platform to rethink how you can do a form um, and not just move over legacy forms and, and squeeze it into Gutenberg um, in terms of the interface and also in terms of the capabilities. But to, re but to say, okay, what would a form builder be like in this world? Um, and also to make it free and simple is really exciting. And like we were talking about earlier, you know, uh, there's a lot of talk of, of people like us who've been using um, WordPress for a long time. What about that brand new person? Like what form builder do you hand that brand new person who just needs a simple contact us form for their site? That's right? where I was going like, to go. That's where I was going to go. You say, oh, go and install this paid, you know, you know, form builder that again the interface is squeezed into gutenberg so i love that they're rethinking what's the day one for all the new people who are coming into wordpress which is really exciting that's where i am on it too and especially and there's expectation right especially if you're a new person coming to wordpress you probably messed around building at least a myspace site but right like this like any website you probably messed around and you've never had to search for a solution for a form. Like, in fact, it's almost outrageous to you that you have to find an outside solution just for a form field. And I think integrating that stuff into the block editor is like the almost the most important thing we could possibly do. Like this kind of stuff that people have expect expectations that they can just do without thinking, image compression, um, you know, forms, these type of things you don't even think about in other places of the internet. I think as more of that becomes part and parcel of the block editor, it makes it more powerful for everybody. I'm not quite sure why we don't have something like this in core, actually. I guess I guess if we're trying to serve 90% of the people, there's maybe 10% who don't need a form, but it's very rare that <laughs> very rare that I've ever put a website together where there wasn't some kind of contact us form. So a simple stripped down solution like this just seems like Sticking Contact cool. Form 7 has just filled that those shoes for so long, right? That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm going to mess this up, I know, but I, I remember there was a debate about there being like a, a form API that's in core. Yes. So these are built forms off of, and that I believe, I believe something like, um, who, who are our friends? It's another uh, PHP-based CMS. Um, Drupal? Yeah, Drupal. And I believe Drupal has that. So it's not this whole collection of, form companies you know producing forms in a different way i might be messing up some of the details but it is interesting that we don't have a native canonical way to you know capture that data and store that data everyone's just making their own um uh database for for form fields and you can have three different ones with uh three different form solution products but that could be a good thing um a lot of people are are working <laughs> at these different companies uh, that make forms. So maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. There's so many different needs for forms in so many different directions. So like GiveWP is a form solution, but it's a specific form solution and it fits that specific niche of fundraising, right? And all the different things that come along with the needs for fundraising. And so I think it's almost impossible to come up with a one solution for every person form-wise. Um, but that said, the basic contact form, absolutely. That's one of the simplest things that we can solve in uh, in something with the block like the block editor. Yeah, I think um, 
you've got to imagine that something like this, if it works and it's robust, it's it's pretty quickly going to rise to the top of the the repo. You know, it'll have hundreds of thousands of installs and it'll get recognized. And there's probably going to be a load of rivals, maybe free or commercial, don't know. But for now, I'm just glad that something like this is no longer languishing because it wasn't the direct, it wasn't the reason that they brought Kamal over. It just so happened that this came along and sort of stagnated. So I'm, I'm really pleased that, what was it, WP Chill, um, thank you for taking this and um, running with it. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Let's see where you go. Okay, this is community news. We haven't had community news for the longest amount of time. Not actual, real world community news. This is to say that um, this isn't new news, although it was kind of new to me. I'd had my head buried in the sand. Um, word. Yeah, recent. that's right. Yeah, we'll go with recent. That's good. <laughs> WordCamp Europe 2022, which happens, which is happening this time around in Porto. Uh, it got cancelled. Ah, uh, in tw- good grief, was it 20? 20- it was 2020, right? Yeah. 2020. Um, remember that year? Yeah. Barely boy, now. it just seems like, like a, there were dinosaurs when that happened. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. the, the It got cancelled. It totally got called off like everything else did. And we've had this sort of up and down. Should we go back? Should we do real world events? Should we postpone them? The My understanding is that the big WordCamps, like the WordCamp US and WordCamp EU, they have some kind of different relationship in terms of what they can do. So a, a city-based one, like London or something, they have more constraints, but so a lot of those are not going to take place. This one is going to happen. The one in Porto, it's happening, tiny little date there, but it says it's happening, um, when was it? I saw it, I saw it. Anyway, I can't remember the date, but it's next year. Now, the reason I'm raising it... Sorry, go on, Michelle. I said I think it's in June, but I'm not 100% on that. Thank you. Um, The reason I'm raising it is because they they are in need of volunteers. I don't know how dire the need for volunteers is um but i think they are looking for people actively who are willing to commit a bit of time there and so that's what this piece is i'm going to link to it in the show notes but just so that you know if you're if you're inclined go to europe.wordcamp.org and then it's forward slash 2022 and then forward slash porto dash is dash calling oh pithy and um go and check it out and apply now to be a volunteer. Obviously, these kind of events, they simply can't happen. But, okay, let's throw the cat amongst the pigeons. What's What, what are your thoughts about real-world events? I know this has got nothing to do with WordPress. It's got to do with medicine and pandemics and all of that. But are you guys ready to do something like this again? I don't mean volunteer. I mean actually attend. So- I, uh, I work in events on the side, <laughs> and I have since you know, I, I, I'm deep in the trauma of COVID and the world of events. Uh, I had to cancel my Coachella for kids, Little Palooza, that I have like 4,000 people at each year. I had to cancel all my events. Um, this past weekend, I went to, uh, you know, a movie theater that had like a live orchestra playing and it was fine and I felt great about it. And I'm more than ready to go to events. Like, I'm right. ready. <laughs> She's Yeah. Uh, I am too. I went to my first, uh, um, I went to a play, uh, what was it, two weeks ago? And I went to another play um, on Friday. So um, I, I like, I feel more comfortable at events if I know exactly what the parameters are beforehand. Yeah. And I know that those will be enforced and everyone is going to be cool. Um, I don't want to go to events where, you know, that there's not some type of, you know, just, uh, 
social distancing, mask wearing. I I, I want to know Vaccine that protocol before. or et cetera. Right. Mm -hmm. Let me know the protocol and then I can make my decisions mm -hmm. about which part of the event to go to, uh, how to keep myself safe. I can answer questions for my family as they have questions. But I went to a, I went to a conference a few months ago um, and I was shaky on going to that conference. Uh, but I like that they held to, to protocol and then I went to two, uh, two plays. So I'm ready to go back, but, mm -hmm. but I, I still want, um, just to at least know what the protocols are so I can make a good decision. We, we talked about this recently on the underrepresented in tech podcast as well, because there's so many people in some of our underrepresented communities that have either poor access to um, vaccinations and things like that, or who are immunocompromised in the dis in the disability world. And so we did talk about that on there. And I'm actually writing a post that was um, bountied for, um, for the WP Minute about the return to in-person events. And my personal stance on it for myself is I'm ready. I am an immunocompromised person. I am fully vaccinated. I do have my masks and my hand sanitizers and things like that. And as somebody who lives alone, and yes, I do have people who you saw Jeff walk by a little bit ago. I do have people that work with me, so I'm not completely isolated. But as somebody who's lived alone through a pandemic, I am so ready to be among people. And I have a... Oh, go ahead. We did have my daughter's wedding in person back in May, and it felt so good to see people like on mass. And I don't dance, but watching people dance and being able to sit down and talk to people was was quite mm -hmm. thrilling. Yeah, I saw like a slight glimmer of hope basically over the weekend of Halloween. Felt like a little bit, and it seems like we'll get used to you know, living with this thing as, as vaccines become the normal and it'll be a thing. And maybe the thing is like you won't get horribly sick after every event you go to in life, not even just COVID, right? Like remember like you just get sick anytime you travel and maybe now people will be like less gross in life. <laughs> this is uh, Chris Hughes' comment, which is kind of, I can see this is, this is, seems to be where I am kind of at a little bit. It says I've done nothing but do food shopping since February, 2020. I want to see, I want, I want to see Bond. This is, I guess the new Bond film, uh, but sitting in a stuffy cinema for three hours doesn't seem quite right just yet at the UK. Yeah. I, I think in the UK we are, it, things are not going as well as they could be, but I would love to come and see Porto, uh, come to Porto next spring to WCEU. Yeah. To Hashim's point, I would want to see what the guidelines were and, and I am, totally confident that whatever was published would be what we'd get. Having been to a multitude of WordPress events, I am certain that everybody's going to, well, I say everybody, I can't speak for everybody, but the, the majority of the people that show up would go there in good faith and would honour whatever was committed to, you know, whether that's mask masking up or standing away from people at a certain distance or capacity on the rooms or the amount of tickets being sold and so on and so forth. I, if it was published, and maybe it is, I haven't explored it, but if it was on the website and I could see it in black and white and it felt like, okay, that's I'm on the right side of that, then I, I would feel like really reassured by that because I know that these events are run incredibly, incredibly well. Um, but I would, I would want to see that. Yeah. And that's the hard part too. Like, you, you know, um, will everyone else like obey the rules? <laughs> that's always the, the sticky part mm. because, you know, um, going to an event is still a risk and it's like, okay, let me weigh the risk and everyone obeying the rules, much less risk. Uh, you know, no one doing that much higher risk. So it's like, 
um, that's the tricky part of going to events. Like you have to trust that the community that you're going to be a part of is going to, you know, obey those rules. And for some reason, I, I felt like the theater uh, was one where they would obey the rules or, or the two shows that the two plays I went to. Uh, I don't feel the same way about a movie theater. Um, I think as soon as lights are down, masks, masks are off and people are eating, eating popcorn, it's just a different atmosphere in a movie yeah. theater. So when it comes to um, WordPress event, I would actually trust that people would uh, kind of obey the rules out of just respect for the community. You've got to imagine as well, it being Portugal and let's say it is June, the it's going to be hot. So the aircon will be on. So all the filtering will be happening, um, which is kind of good. Andrew Palmer, <laughs> he's already he's already made his decision. He's booked his flight. He's got his Airbnbs ready to go. That's kind of cool. And it was Rob. Rob, hi, um, Rob Cairns. For me, it depends on the size of the event. Yeah, good point. I have a season ticket for the Toronto Raptors and will not go. Oh, 20,000 people, not good, but smaller events I will go to. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know, if the event, because this is a massive auditorium and it's truly huge. And if they really limit the ticket numbers and they can show, look, you'll be this far away from people that could make a big difference. I guess, I guess the Toronto Raptors thing is a bit more confined. I don't know. And one last one. Oh, no, silver lining, says Peter. I've been able to attend far more online than I would ever have been able to afford money and time if everything was just in Good person. Point. Good point. And I'm sure that we'll have a ton of hybrid events where stuff is broadcast live because mm -hmm. just why not? And... Put one last one from Chris. I feel WP would be. I feel WP would be the same. Everybody I see in WP a community seems to have the same sort of mindset. Yes, we love our community mm -hmm. because it's a nice one. Okay, are we done with the Porto thing? I think we probably sure. are. Okay, it is Let's... June second through fourth. I did look up the dates. Oh, thank you. June second yeah. through the fourth this mm -hmm. coming year. Right, this is uh, something else. This is an automatic project. I, I honestly had not even heard of this. This is called VideoPress. Uh, it seems like it's been sitting there being an automatic project for a, a fairly lengthy period of time, but they've decided to dust it off. And imagine Vimeo, like your paid Vimeo account, where you upload video and you stick it on your website, only this is all done through your WordPress website. And having got the summit, which finished a couple of weeks ago, we, we, we could really have done with something like this and didn't even know it existed. So you upload the videos, you get a terabyte of storage, depending on your tier. It's for .com and for .org. If you do it on the .org side, I think you have to have a Jetpack tier, paid tier, which I think starts at, I think the first year is about $4 or £4 a month, something like that. We'll look at the pricing in a minute. But the it, it just looks really great. It's... um. It's exactly what you'd expect. You can have brandless videos or, you know, in other words, you, you don't get the YouTube branding or the, the Vimeo branding and all of that kind of stuff. And it obviously works seamlessly inside of the, the Gutenberg block editor. And it looks like they've decided to just put a bit more marketing oomph into it because now we've got people talking about it and posts being created about it. Let me find the pricing because that's what everybody wants to know, right? Where was the pricing? There we go. Let me click through to that. It is, you have to scroll down, scroll down. Video press, there you go. Four quid for golden spawns, UK pounds per month. Maybe that's dollars as well. That's for the first year. After that, you're going to be paying eight pounds. And you get 
terabyte of storage, works with the block editor, ad-free and brandable and unlimited sessions. So this would be perfect for my event. Yeah. My biggest question is, does it contribute to SEO like Wistia does? Because Wistia, Ooh. right? Wistia is like real big on having your own. That's like their whole value prop. Wistia, you can have your own videos on your website. But the thing is, it contributes to like SEO. People search your things, your video comes up as your content. And that's what I'm curious on this one. How do they do that? What do they do? Is it like a, tr do they transcribe I it? I have no or? idea, but I know, I, I know a I know little bit about do. that. It counts as like content in your site on Wistia. <laughs> yeah, I know a little bit about that. Um, uh, Google, they recognize uh, certain video metadata and Wistia does that automatically for you. And there was a little bit of a um, time where Google no longer um, uh, was recognizing um, videos that were on a site and they said they will only surface videos from a uh, video based site. But then uh, without me knowing, I, I don't know if they made an announcement about it, but then I started to see single pages with the video come up again which was good for Wistia. YouTube videos but, only though, or other videos, Sashim? Uh, they were doing other video sites too. So YouTube plus, hmm. but in my in my usage, I was seeing mostly mostly YouTube when I would go to yeah, well, yeah, uh, the video sense. tab, um, you know. Uh, and then it feels like they changed it back to where now I go and I'll, I'll see a CNN video, I'll see a uh, individual person's video that's Wistia. Uh, that's anyway, what Wistia was trying to fight against was that video tab being only YouTube, basically. Right. It looks like it's come back now. So it'll be really interesting if this product also publishes the proper metadata so that um, so that it can be recognized. I um, I don't have any insight into that. I've just had a quick brief scan through, but here's here's the the value proposition anyway. They say customizable player with colors that match your site's design. So you, this is Vimeo basically, isn't it? Adaptive bit rates to deliver high quality playback, great performance speeds, picture in picture and variable playback speeds. That's interesting. What's the picture in picture? How does that work? Private video options let you offer exclusive content to subscribers. That's quite nice. Um, Multi-user access for ease, easier collaboration on limited hosting with Jetpack plans or WordPress.com, uh, no intrusive ads or imposing banners. So it doesn't mention anything about SEO in particular. But for me, if I can do... Okay, so I don't do masses of video content, but if I did do masses of video content, like, I don't know, half a dozen a day, and I had to go over, upload it on one platform, then drop it in with an iframe or something, that's quickly adding up to wasted time. Mm -hmm. And for the price, I think this is quite a compelling offer if you're always inside a WordPress and fiddling with video. I think the price is fantastic. And now that they've picked up development with... Uh, with this app, I hope that they uh, pick up with Edflow. I used to use it years ago. They acquired it, and now it's dead. So, like, hey, please, uh, automatic, please pick up Edflow and start developing that too. Did you? Uh, so this is. Uh, sorry, guys, this was not in the show notes, but it just suddenly came into my mind. I'm just going to put this back on the screen. Have you? Uh, any of you guys come across this thing? This is Cloudflare getting all getting all super cheap in uh, basically just like kicking it, kicking Amazon's prices out of the park. So they've got a whole new suite of tools, Cloudflare, and it encompasses almost everything that Amazon would do. But the costs are ridiculous 
ridiculously small. Uh, I was talking to Dan maybe the other day because he does an awful lot of video for WordCamp London and WordFest. And, and he was saying that it's, you know, it's literally hundreds of times cheaper. It's brand new, so nobody's using it at the moment, but I just thought I'd drop that in there. It's called Cloud. I, uh, I wonder why. That makes me always curious, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and they really are over. There's loads of things that they've just launched in this one week. It was about, I don't know, a couple of months ago to no fanfare as far as I can see. I didn't pick up on any of it in the technology press. Dan was the one that showed it to me. But it's, it's Is everything. Is Dan using it, Nathan? Uh, Dan is, I think, going to use it because the economics are so compelling. Yeah, uh, I, I think he said something. Okay, so forgive me if these numbers are wrong. I think he he worked out. Uh, he, he was just trying to work out some numbers, and I think he said something along the lines of, "If it costs a thousand dollars in on S three, it'll cost four dollars with Cloudflare Stream. It's that <laughs> order of magnitude cheaper." Dan, sorry for completely misrepresenting you if that was a lie but uh, <laughs> i will they, i will pay pay penance during that same was. week during that same week they also uh announced a product that competes with s3 i, yes. I forgot the name of the product but also dramatically cheaper yep so if, let's say you were running, i used to run a course i had to deliver i allowed downloadable video and um you know i had to put it on s i actually used the service i put it on s3 for me so with this, um, you know, dramatically cheaper is great. So video streaming cheaper, video hosting if, if someone needs to download it cheaper. I, I wonder how they make it cheaper, but uh, yeah. I'll take cheaper any day. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, well, yeah. the thing to remember is that you're always paying somehow. So if it's free or reduced price, somehow you're giving up something else. So it's information or it's you know, something like that. So it's, it's that they're back to meta again, I think. <laughs> we, we, Michelle, we need to book Dan in so that he can thoroughly explain it to us. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. He, was, he was on, it was on a couple of weeks ago and I, I can't yeah. remember if we pommeled him about this, but I don't think we did, but yeah, check it out. Cloudflare's institutional investors are just paying for me and, and you know, so they can capture oh, the world. That's such a sweet know. idea. Hashim, I love your heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Anyway, that this all started because of us talking about um, the, the the automatic solution. Um, yeah. What was it called again? Video uh, press. Yeah. You can find that. Um, I guess just Google Video Press. But it looks pretty compelling to me. I think because we're doing the summit inside of WordPress, it may be a compelling offer for us to go and look at. And at that price point, it seems pretty good. And then we got you know sidetracked. What? Just one one thing, really quickly. Uh, mm. I wonder. What video press is using uh, behind the scenes? Are they using uh, same, you know, the same thing I was wondering? <laughs> you know, um, has has video uh, streaming become cheaper and now video press can use a cloud provider like Cloudflare that's cheaper? Yeah, that's um, a good so I was wondering. I was like, what API? Was something what's running back there? Same question yeah. I had. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I don't know. It doesn't actually say on this promotional page, but I'm sure if you dug deeper, or maybe somebody in the comments can help us out with that, but. Um, you need the a word. Press, uh, they've developed a website. Their their landing uh, website, their marketing site's name. Uh, so is that videopress.com, I'm guessing? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see where that goes. Videopress.com. That's yeah, a pretty nice site that they're, I mean, it's it's new, it looks like, but it's it's nice design. 
Yeah, it's similar, isn't it? Any stats on where it comes? Where it, no, it's very, very brief, but it basically yeah, says the same sort of thing. Anyway, go and check it out if you've got a video hosting need or you've got clients that need that kind of stuff. That might be worth looking at. Okay, three in very quick succession um, without much need to talk much about it. I'm just going to mention, I, I like to mention when a product updates and I get notified about it, I like to put it in this rundown. First one is that um, Fluent CRM, they're the guys behind Fluent Forms as well as a bunch of other stuff. They just launched a social platform called WP Social Ninja, I think it's called. Um, they've released with a ton of new stuff. Uh, it's Imagine like Active Campaign or something like that built inside of WordPress. They run a CRM and send out emails with all sorts of interesting triggers. It's really fully fleshed out. They've got uh, Body Boss integration, Thrivecart, which is a payment gateway. Not a payment gateway, but it's like a payment solution. You can connect it to Stripe and PayPal and all that. Um, LearnPress integration and a whole load more. And when they say a whole load more, they're not just this article is massive. Um, they do a great job of, up, of updating their customer base. You know, they produce these huge bits of content and it just goes on and on. So it really does seem like a massive deal. So if you haven't updated that one, go and update it. Oh, look, they've got a Halloween sort of deal thing going on, 40% off as well. That could be good. Um, Main WP, I'm a big user of Main WP. I love this product. And um, they've got a recent update. It, mostly it's for the people that are using it. They've moved things around inside the interface. So a box that was once here has gone over here to make less clicks and make life a little bit more easy. But go and get it updated. That's the other one. And lastly, this is a YouTube video. The The guy, Thomas, behind the new Bricks Builder, um, WordPress page builder, he's got a, a wonderful product called Happy Files. And it makes, basically makes your your media library in WordPress, in WordPress, what you wanted it to be, not what it is. It puts things into files, but it's not just your media library. So, you know, you could do things by date or by category, but you can do anything. You can you can file and categorize posts or your custom post type. So I don't know, maybe you produce marketing pieces and rather than just have it as a tag, you could actually make a folder for posts and things and shove them all into that folder. It's got a nice big fat update. He's he's sort of taken his foot for a little while off developing bricks so that he can return to happy files. I'm a really happy user of theirs. It genuinely makes the WordPress media library a nice place to hang out. I and wasn't he's familiar it. with this product. It's so logical. It makes kind of sense. Yeah. I mean, it, so it feels like when it says happy files, it feels like it's doing media, but it does so much more than media. It really, you know, anything more or less that's in that you are interacting with in WordPress that you've created, you can put it into a folder and a file and it, it's brilliant. It's really, really, really good. And there was a load a load of things that were requested and you can see just from that little shot he's updated about 10 different things and i watched the video from start to finish it was like 35 minutes long i can't believe i was that captivated by a video about file system in wordpress but there you go it's brilliant so hat tip to him really really good um don't know if anybody's got anything to say about that probably not no okay let's move on very quickly, I have got, I, every year I do this, um, I'm putting together a Black Friday page, you know, so if you've got a WordPress deal that you want to put onto this page, we get quite a lot of traffic to this page each and every year, but if you want your product, it's kind of searchable, filterable, you know, you can sort of click this thing and say, I want to see the design ones only or the admin ones only or whatever it might be. Um, you can do that and 
we are looking for a we're looking for people to sponsor this page if you're interested in that click this button but also if you've got a product or a service in the wordpress space uh click this button and you'll go to a page fill out the form and we'll stick it on it's totally free but uh anyway there you go that is at wpbuilds.com forward slash black wpbuilds.com forward slash black right from happy news to sad news uh opt-in monster um wordfence website they've got uh they've got a vulnerability which they've spotted opt-in monster a million sites wow um and this vulnerability which if you're using wordfence i think is automatically the firewall is now in place to deal with this even if you're on the free version they um basically it made it possible for any authenticated user to uh, export sensitive information and add malicious javascript to your site that's really bad but it would seem that they are quite an incredible company because it looks like they got contacted by wordfence and they'd patched it within a day wordfence then went back and said actually your patch now has introduced a different set of things and then they patched <laughs> that immediately as well so that's a that to me is as all that's as good as you can get. Like code is going to have vulnerabilities, no matter how good you think you are. Some adversary is better than you, probably. And and if that you can if you can get in touch with that company and they turn around within twenty four hours and say we've we've tried to fix it, that's great. I'm really that gives me great confidence in that product. You know, I saw somebody tweet, and I wish I could give credit to who it was, but I don't recall saying something about the fact that hackers must love the word fence. Um, blog because it says go exploit all these things before people do the update yeah 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 it's curious i i their business model is is a really interesting one and it's a difficult path to tread isn't it because they've obviously got to they've obviously got to be profitable and being profitable they offer a free version so they they can't give everything away in the free version otherwise the paid version is meaningless and so they've got this month window in which if you're on the free version you have to wait for a month for those patches to come across and if you're on the premium version the paid version all of those patches are applied to the instant they find out about them but they they always seem to put the notifications out i could be wrong about this but i think i'm right after their free version has been updated so i'm hopeful that they're not letting you know making putting people <laughs> at risk it, it just made me it was one of those things that make you go hmm you know yeah yeah <laughs> okie doke right next one this came from you didn't it um michelle you wanted to talk about this i don't know it's not up yet oh yeah i haven't put it on the screen let me do that very quickly there you go look bertha ai yeah, bertha ai i just this has come across my um my, uh, I don't even know the right word, but I've seen this recently. Um, this is put out by Adarim. And uh, I thought it was super interesting that we have people working specifically within WordPress now to get that AI based content. We were talking a little bit before the show and Hazel had some great ideas about ways to use this besides just building a 10,000 word blog. So I'm gonna let Hazel give us her take on this. Well, I'm obsessed with these, uh, much to the chagrin of a copywriter who works on my team. Uh, and not <laughs> because she is out of work. She's not, she's actually, I use her, like, she's an excellent writer and I use her all the time. But I will say what, we talk about it, you know, every now and then. And what happened the other day was like, I was showing her a landing page I had created. 
And she was like, oh, that's a good headline. I was like, oh, Lauren, you're going to be real unhappy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, and it was AI generated. Yeah. yeah. But I will say, like, it does such a, like, I, I, for Stellar, I represent, like, eight brands, right? So I, if I have to spin up a headline, it's all of these bots, and they all run on the same API. They run on the OpenAI API. Um, so Bertha is just using that same OpenAI API and, and trains it a different way. But copy.ai, draw.ai, they're all running on the same, you know, API. And I use it all the time for, like, just throwing in a product description and giving me headlines or, like, quick little placeholder copy. And to me, like, I don't know. I've got some some big secret plans up my sleeve that hopefully in six months we'll be talking about something very exciting with this. <laughs> we don't often get I, a this scoop. Is like, this is... This is super exciting stuff to me. Like, I'm super into this, and I think this would kill. Like, Lorem, Lorem Ipsum should not exist anymore. Is my bit like Lorem Ipsum should be dead. Look at who's just commented. I don't know if you know this, uh, Hazel, but it's actually co-founded by Andrew Palmer. It's well, um, Andrew. I'm just like I'm into this. We should talk. I'm super into this. <laughs> the the um this is Vito Peleg. And an, and an Andrew Palmer collaboration. I've actually done a recording with them, which will be coming out on the podcast in a matter of weeks. We recorded that a couple of weeks ago, so it's fairly fresh. And the the premises of this is is exactly as you've just said. It's to create all sorts of different pieces of content, but not with a mind to let's just blast out AI content across the internet without checking it. The intention is Correct. to just to give you a hand and make it so that, you know, you can spin out 10 different SEO-based titles in, well, literally no time at all. It might be a matter of seconds. It was quite interesting. On the podcast episode that we recorded, Vito, he sort of shuffled off somewhere, and and then he came back with um, possible titles for the podcast episode, and they were really good. It was just just all happened in real time. Um, Andrew wants to make the point, though, that there's a free 1,000-word option. So if you're a light content creator that is to say if you're not creating a great deal of content then um then you can get a thousand words for free it's called bertha b-e-r-t-h-a did i get the a did i i, I kind of just wandered off somewhere in my head <laughs> as i was spelling that out b-e-r-t-h-a dot a-i and the 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 thing here is that it's built inside a WordPress. So you're probably familiar with things like Jarvis and ones that Hazel mentioned that are SaaS platforms. So you go over there, create the stuff, copy it, bring it over here, paste it into WordPress. The the, the thing here is that it's, uh, it's all done inside the WordPress editor. You can't really see it too well from that screen. So let's make it a little bit bigger. But you click the little icon. There's like a little robot icon in the corner and in swings a menu, you fill out the menu, run through the little wizard each time, and boom, goes away, um, comes back in a few seconds with some suggested content, which you can then obviously modify and chuck into the appropriate part of your website. Yeah, interesting stuff. Um, anybody got anything on that apart from apart from me and Hazel? I mean, my great-grandmother. <laughs> Sorry, let me, uh, let me ask Michelle that, and then I'll come to you, Hashim, if that's all right. I I was just saying my great-grandmother's name was Bertha, and so I just thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that's kind of nice. That's pretty Hash cool. <laughs> yeah. Hashim? Well, I remember using one of uh, one of those products uh, um, when they first came out, uh, the right landing pages, but having it actually integrated into WordPress is really cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, my fear about all of this, because I'm dreadful and wear a tinfoil hat when I'm not doing this show, I, um, I, I sort of had this conception that really we would be drowning in too much content and essentially on nefarious people who are just doing black hat SEO would just be clicking the 10,000 word article button over and over and over again and then just flooding the internet with stuff that, well, nobody's got time to read um, as an SEO play. Um, but I, I I listened to what they were saying in the podcast and, and it, it seems that Hazel, you've you've got it perfectly. You're just putting it out there to give you some ideas for stuff that you really don't have time or maybe you're just not inspired at that moment in time and this can offer that. that. That's exactly what it is. It's really just a time saver of like, give me something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it can do long content. It can do short content. It can do all sorts. But the the website that you want to be checking out is uh, bertha.ia. Thanks for bringing that to our attention again. Um, Michelle, that was great. Thank you so much. You brought us another one as well, haven't you? You've gone and only gone and do- so. done two. This is Find It WP. What's this? Yes. This is part of the new Hero Press Network. Actually, HeroPressNetwork.com, I think, is the other link I sent you. And so the Hero Press is, is actually expanding greatly beyond just the Hero Press new, you know, articles and and essays that they've brought you for years and now becoming just a hub of the WordPress community. And one of the first products that they've delivered to us is Find It WP. It's a free service. You can enter your business in here. So if you've got a plugin, if you're a hosting company, you know, any of those kinds of things, you can see all the lists on the right-hand side here where you can filter your resources. Um, and all of, and you can you can search for businesses within it, and so I think it's kind of brilliant what they've done here. And I think in their first week they had over um, like five hundred or a thousand businesses submit right right away within just the first couple of days. And so I think this is something that could really grow. Definitely part of the Hero Press network, and you know they're they're really amassing a little corner of the web for themselves and really putting things out there to support the WordPress community in a really great way. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. The um, the I don't know what the total number of things are at the moment, but you can see it's it's not just limited to one particular area. I think basically, mm-hmm. if you touch WordPress in any way, shape, or form, you can get yourself on here. It looks like you you fill out. The, I haven't yet filled this out for the WP mm-hmm. builds, but I am going to. I've literally got it open in another tab. So, for as an example, podcast is fine. They'll accept podcasts. That's one mm-hmm. thing, but it could be that you're a, what well, you saw, didn't you? You could be a, uh, yeah. where's it gone? Where's it gone? A hosting company, or you could be a page builder, or you could if, be some plugin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. WP Coffee Talk is on here already. You know, I have a bunch of brands I still have to put in here um, that I represent in different ways, shapes, and forms. So those will all be coming in there too. How long did soon. the form take to complete? Is it a lengthy process? Or oh, well, maybe three or four minutes. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. That's it's just good. there there's a place to uh, an opportunity to write about your product or about your 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 project. Um and so that might if you haven't already thought about what that would look like, that would be the part that would take the longest time to um to fill in. They put so much go. heart to all their projects. Like this is really amazing. Do. This will be like the go to for anybody that has something on WordPress should be here first. Like as like go list your things and, and I love how like involved they are and, and really mm-hmm. caring about the WordPress community. This is great. Yeah, they've got a fairly fairly decent category uh, taxonomy list down the side. So you know you come under the umbrella of accessibility agencies, communities, content copywriting, e-commerce, education, and it goes all the way uh, up to YouTube channels. So there's a boatload of stuff 
So no matter where you slot into the WordPress community, this is a free way to mm-hmm. get yourself noticed a little bit. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to have a way of surfacing different things. I'm not sure. Oh, Hazel. I think it's Hashim. Oh, is it Hashim? Yep, that was, that was totally me. I'm sorry about that. That's all right. <laughs> That's okay. okay. It's uh, not- me that time. Mute it. I was meeting with them and they were showing this to me before it launched, you know, before it was publicized. And I said, you know what we need? We need some place that can also where people can submit their news and it aggregates out all of to, out to all of the different news agencies where you would want a press release to go to. That's and right. so pre- pressitwp.com is coming shortly as well. I don't know if it's actually got a placeholder or if it's just going to, what, what it might show at this point, but it's something that, um, that Hero Press is working on to be able to aggregate news and send it out to anybody who signs up for it. So, you know, Justin I feel Tadlock like they're and- just like, Slowly here trying to make Nathan's job easier. Like it's kind of amazing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, they mentioned it to Justin Tadlock and he was like, Oh, that's a great idea, you know, kind of thing. And and I'll, and like, you know, I work at post status as well. So um I keep saying that the British way, status now instead of status. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> because it's way. correct. That's <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, I want to, I want to be able to get that information for post status. And so to be able to sign up for something like that, as long as we publicize it well, and the rest of us continue to talk about it, others will put their news information in there and then we'll all be able to be informed of what's happening. So, I mean, it could, it could sit there and languish if we don't use it, of course. So the, the goal is that, um, news agencies need to also be able to say, Hey, you know, if you put it here, we'll all get it and we can help you get the word out. What would be really nice here, I'd be really curious to see what what they surface, because at the minute, in order to put this piece together and the the, the longer piece which goes out, I, mm-hmm. I basically create a list of about 20 pieces of news that I, I think are interesting each week. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a bit, you know, pejorative, but I put that together and then I whittle it down to like five, six, seven or eight or whatever to go into this show. So I leave mm-hmm. some stuff out and I just have to make decisions about what I think is m- more interesting or not. And in order to do that, I have... I use Feedly and I've basically subscribed to every single WordPress thing one at a time in Feedly, but it doesn't give me, so my list every week of things to either look at more or to discount is hundreds and I mean, literally hundreds and hundreds of pieces of content every single week, just about WordPress. And, and there's no way of sort of saying it doesn't learn. It doesn't kind of feedly doesn't mm-hmm. learn. It just it's just an RSS aggregator. But I'd be interested to see if Tofa and um, oh my goodness, Kate over there can um, can sort of work on that over time. And I don't know what well, the, the algorithm will be. Yeah, is that is that like as somebody who's creating news, perhaps I would want to send that out with an embargo, right? So like it's going to come out on Monday let's say there's news coming out on Monday, I want to tell you about it. Like when I had Matt Mullenweg on the WP Coffee Talk uh, podcast, I sent you, Nathan, a link in advance. I sent, you know, all of the different news aggregators that I could think of a link in advance, embargoing the information, but it let you listen to the podcast in advance. And when once I released it, within the hour, you could put out, um, you know, your, your own thoughts about what we talked about and things like that. So a news aggregator could do that for us. It, instead of just giving you an RSS feed of what's already been right out to the public it can give you information as it's happening and let you be part of the hype of putting out information 
being the first to report on information, things like that. So I think that there's a difference between just picking up things that are being published and things that have yet to be published that are true, like news as it happens. Do you know it's interesting? The only the only one which does that, Hashim, is WP Engine. That's the only one where I get what feels like um, like pre. I don't even know what what the word is. I get content from WP Engine in that feed, and it, it feels like I'm getting advance notice of things. I've no idea how I signed up for that, but it is it's a curious thing. When I read it, I sort of think, "Oh, that's yet to happen." Okay, that's curious. Um, You're probably on the media list. <laughs> well, no, because it's in Feedly, and I don't. Yeah, maybe, oh, maybe, yeah. maybe I got. Yeah, maybe I got sent a link or something. Thing, yeah. But it, it, it was. It's quite interesting to see that those things sort of up and coming. Anyway, yeah. fabulous project. If you, if you have any point of contact with WordPress, which I imagine you do, because you're here. If you're not putting stuff on that website, you know, if you don't create content, it's certainly something to bookmark so that you can go and consume the content. Mm -hmm. And it's called finditwp.com. Mm -hmm. If you want to know more about the wider goals of HeroPress, then if you go to heropressnetwork.com, as Michelle said, they're fleshing out their, their offering. They've got, um, they've got WP Podcasts now, where you can find it basically aggregates all of the WordPress-related podcasts in all the languages as well, which is great. And and you can find all about that over here at mm -hmm. HeroPress. And you can support them because they are not charging anything for anybody to do these things. So, yeah. So now they're actually using GiveWP. If you click through, you can see. Um, they and, and Topher has actually... Um, done something with it to show information that we we don't actually have native in GiveWP yet. And so he's actually done some customization um, to be able to show it and use it more like a Patreon so that you can continue to contribute, but it shows a number of investors and how much they're receiving monthly. So at the top there, and then also you can see who the recent investors are using our um our donor wall. And so it's pretty cool that they're using WordPress products, not going outside to continue to fund what they're doing and also provide the service free of charge, but allow people to help contribute to it, to keep their family, um, you know, eating and paying. Yeah. yeah. At the minute, at the minute they've got uh, 31 investors, um, a little over $400 a month. And obviously they're trying to increase that. So in order to help them out, if you feel this project has value, it's heropressnetwork.com forward slash support, or you can just click the button on the homepage and go and use the GiveWP plugin as well. That's mm -hmm. great. Okay, okay, okay. Now, one more crept in at the very last minute. So this is exciting. So just... I know nothing funny. about this at all, so I am literally going to hand it over. About this. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with Postatus about a little over a month now, writing for them and becoming more a part of the team there. Um, in addition to what I'm doing at Stellar WP, of course, and actually some of it's crossing over really nicely. And one of those things is is uh, most people know every Wednesday. Sometimes it's Thursday because my life is crazy. But once a week, I post a long list of open jobs in WordPress, and I tweet that out uh, with links to different uh, career pages. And I have WPCareerPages.com as a site that I curate. As a result of that, um, people are coming to me asking, do I know about this kind of job and sending me job opportunities? And PostStatus has a list of job opportunities. And so one of the things that Corey Miller wanted me to do is become part of what happens with the Get Hired, the Get Hired podcast, with the Get Hired 
part of the website and blogging and things like that. So I'm talking about, I'm, I'm blogging on post status about jobs and how to find a job, how to be better at HR and those kinds of things that have to do with getting hired and hiring within WordPress companies, but also underrepresented. So I have two columns that I, that I write there. As a result, I said, why don't we have a career summit where we have a full day understanding how to do better recruiting, how to be recruited. And so we have WP Career Summit is coming up um, April 8th of 2022. It's about five weeks after the next WordFest, which will be on March 4th. And the idea is we'll have sessions for job seekers and sessions for those who are employers. And so we'll have two tracks that run through the course of the day with um, opportunities to learn how to, you know, have a better portfolio online, how to write your resume better, how to do better interviewing. And then from the opposite side of that, how to better to evaluate candidates, how better to recruit for diversity and inclusion, things like that. And so that's going to be a full day coming up April 8th. And as a part of that, we're actually going to use the WordFest platform that we have. So there will be the opportunity for sponsors to have their own private rooms, right? So these little tables that you can, that we spin up for you that are basically sponsor rooms and you'll be able to talk about your company within them, um, set up interview times for people, receive resumes, things like that. So it'll be a full job fest, job fair as well um, as learning um, opportunities within the career summit. What a fascinating idea. The, um, the dates again, so it's WP career summit. It's next year, April, uh, the 8th, 2022. I, I don't, these days I don't apply for jobs, nor do I um, ask people to apply to jobs. But if I were ever to stray into that territory, I know for a fact that I'd be terrible at it. And so it would be really useful for me to attend something like this to actually up my game and be a better candidate, but also a better interviewer, a better um, person offering a job. Ah, that's brilliant. Yeah. So no URL for that yet. It will be WPCareerSummit.com. It doesn't exist okay. yet. Um, one of the nice things about it is Stellar WP is the primary um, support for this, so the primary sponsor. Uh, we're going to be wireframing the site so that we'll have something to build. Uh, probably be using some cadence blocks to do that as well, since I like to keep things in the family. And um, we also are going to be um, using me. So, you know, this is one of those crossover areas where I get to do something for the community within Stellar and also within Post Status and provide the service to the greater community. Um, the, it'll be free to attend. The only thing we'll be charging for is uh, sponsorships. And because we believe in um, paying people what they're worth, we're actually going to be giving honorariums to all of the speakers that day. So if you apply to speak nice. and you're selected, you will be paid for that. That is nice. That's really mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, yeah. This looks like a fabulous event. And uh, lots, you really are getting on the bandwagon early, aren't you? You've got, what, six yeah. months Six months to plan it and get it all executed. That's great. Absolutely. Yeah, that's really good. And it's a lovely platform that, that they've built over at um, WordFest. Really good. So yes. that rock solid and nice experience for the users as well. I have one more thing. I don't know if anybody wants to drop in a pick of the week. It not, doesn't have to be anything to do with WordPress. If you do, you can put it in the little private chat if you've come across something uh, this week. I was saying that to our guests, not to the audience. Although if you've got something in the audience and you want to stick it in the chat, do that as well. This just came across my radar in the last couple of weeks. It's a design tool. It's free to download as far as I can see. It's called I don't know how to pronounce that. Swatch, 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 something like that. Swatch, I'm guessing. And it's for Mac, Linux, uh, and Windows. 
And it's just a little app which you can use to go around and do things like create color palettes. You can obviously use like the eyedropper tool. It'll check for color contrast to make sure that your colors are contrasting in a way which makes them manageable and readable by everybody on the internet. And it's the best thing is it's totally free. It costs you nothing at all. So you can find this at Swatch. I'm going to have to spell that. S-W-A-C-H dot I-O. And I just thought I'd drop that one in. I've, I've sent you a link. My, okay, I've got a my, few coming my, in. My photo of the week is Hazel's uh, tweet. Um, I don't know if, you can, if you've got that there. Hang on. Let I was just, like, just share the same. One. That's so funny. <laughs> that <laughs> can funny. I... Can I? So I'm going to start with Michelle's um, Twitter yeah. one. Is that okay? Is it this? Absolutely. I, have, I think it's the same yeah. one. It's the same one, I believe. Oh, okay, I perfect. Let me, let me put this up. Okay, what, what's going on in here? The yep. ultimate so, one. Um, <laughs> so I dressed up as Hazel for Halloween. <laughs> Since I already had the purple hair, I took off my glasses and added the give a damn sign. <laughs> what's the give a damn thing? I mean, yeah, I get well, what the phrase you, means. If you but... ever talk, if you ever talk to me for more than a few minutes, you'll I'll get animated uh, about certain things, and uh, I just, you know, I just do. I give a damn, and it's, a, it's to my detriment and and my success. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And you want me, Hazel, to mention Spark Toro? What's Spark... oh, this is so we were going to share interesting stuff. Uh, Spark Toro is Rand Fishkin's latest tool that he's been uh, from Moz. You know, he's been SEO captain of the world forever spark toro has been really cool on finding out like where your audience hangs out it's now amazing. a lot of these wordpress audiences they hang out in the same spots but it's really interesting you find these weird little niches of like youtube channels and like all the way down to like really micro influencers that people are following and listening to for whatever thing they're interested in so you would you're using this as a what's the i mean i can see what now what it does but why, why would you need it what what's the so What's I would use it case? to go and find out that, oh, a lot of people that are using GiveWP find out about their news from WP Builds. So Got I go it. find Got that it. out and I have that, right? Yeah. And then you have this whole, and then for whatever other niche they might be in, because GiveWP would also, there's a lot of people talking in the nonprofit world, right? So you find these weird little corners that they're talking about the product. That's so cool. So you this can... is, go on, Hashim. Yeah, it's great for finding uh, um, people to collaborate with um, who are making content um advertising that's not programming yep. advertising um you know it's, it's really great for finding that i love spark toro huh okay i'm not yeah another thing that i've never heard of this is brilliant i love it when stuff <laughs> like this happens i've now lost probably the rest of my day i can see the way this is going to go <laughs> and uh last one is from hashim it's uh ignite 2021 this is tomorrow Yes, it's tomorrow. This is an event series that we're putting on for anyone who's new to Headless WordPress. Uh, we have a new product that helps you transition from creating templates in WordPress with PHP to creating templates for Headless WordPress using React. Um, it's called Faust. So we have a, a training that's free for anyone uh, to come on and, and go step by step on how to build uh, your first Headless website. So my, um, I did the first event. This event is being put on by my colleague, but I will be in the chat answering any questions that people have about Headless WordPress. So really excited. So this is at 2 p.m. CST. What's CST? Sorry. 
Central. Uh, Central, yeah. okay. Central Standard Time. In, in okay, so a little later Chicago. than this. Okay, so area, yeah, yeah it sh that's what it should. The C should be for Chicago, shouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, Chicago Standard well. Time. <laughs> uh, so, so that's tomorrow. If you go to events.wpengine.com and probably search for Ignite 2021, um, and you can sign up by the looks of it by clicking this red button. All about headless WordPress, and Hashim's going to be there in the chat, so you've got no excuse. I have gone through my little laundry list of things I wanted to talk about today. I'm going to um, going to go around one at a time. And if you've got anything you want to add, like your Twitter handle or where you can be contacted or any book that you've read lately, anything you like, let's go with Michelle first. Um, I have just been doing so many of all the things that I'm, I think I mentioned them all already, but my, as I always say, my DMs are open. I'm on Twitter at Michelle Ames and also at Stellar WP. Thank you so much. Hazel. Yeah, I don't have anything additional to plug to either other than Michelle joining today. And actually, you know what? Our Stellar marketing team is growing like crazy today because Carmen Kendrick joined LearnDash today and Kathy Zant joined, um, uh, what's our other product? Cadence today. So our marketing team is just exploding today. It's a big day. She did. She joined. Yes. She joined. Kathy oh. and Carmen both joined today as well. So. Bravo. Uh, you are on a clip, aren't you, you guys? There's a lot of hiring going on. Well, a lot of We're going to own though. the world. <laughs> anybody looking for a job, uh, hit me That's a DM. Awesome. <laughs> Can I have a job of, I don't know, attending WordCamps? Will you pay for me to go I mean, to work? You're, you're joking, but if anybody's interested in a job of any sort, hit me a DM and we'll, we'll have more <laughs> Yeah, well, that's great. Thank you. Uh, thanks for that. Hashim. Uh, on Twitter, it's Hashim underscore Warren. And uh, if you want to talk about WordPress or React or comic books, uh, you can follow me and, and let's let's chat it up. There you go. little nugget at the end there, comic books. We didn't know that about you and now oh, we yeah, do. Definitely. Yeah, that's cool. Ah, nice. Wait, well, wait, I want to know DC or whatever the other one is. Marvel. For me... Uh, um, for DC, it's Batman, and for Marvel, it's any of the X Men comic books. So, like, I work to be able to form a comic book habit, uh, but it's specifically X Men and Batman that I really love. What's the best comic book store you've ever been to in your life, Hashim? That's what I need to know. What city and where? Oh my goodness! So right now in Greensboro, we have a fantastic comic store called Acme Comics. The customer service is very—I'll uh, say small town. Know your name. Know what you like be able to recommend something they follow you on twitter and things like that that's and, cool and you're talking yeah. about but one of the other best ones is actually a really large one uh where there's none of that personalization but you can have great conversations in there and that's um midtown comics in manhattan i grew up in manhattan it's, it was my local uh that's a very store. famous one right say again they're like well known right they're like a very famous oh one. yeah they're really well yeah. known you know you have a lot of the comics creators come by because it's in New York, you know, so it's really, it's like the exact opposite of Acme Comics. So okay, uh, I, I love the big store. I love the small store. Uh, support your local comic store. <laughs> Can I ask, because I've got a couple of mates who are really deeply into comics and for some reason that, that habit passed me by. I, like literally I can, I can count on one finger the amount of comics that I <laughs> from start to finish on actually no fingers let's be honest and 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 did you is that like a habit which you got as a kid 
Yeah, so as a kid, I collected comic books, but then I lapsed until I, I would say uh, right after college. And uh, I got into Spider-Man again um, and just fell in love with different creators and just started to follow them regardless of what character. Now I'm into different characters, but um, a, a lot of the things I tweet about on tw- tweet about right now are like suggestions for people who are either getting into comics or buying like gifts for people. Because now that comic books, they, uh, you know, collections are a big thing. Um, omnibus collections that will collect a whole run of a creator or specific collections that will collect a, a storyline. It's a really great gift and a really great way to jump on to um, comics. That's so one little suggestion, um, Todd McFarling, um, his, uh, his omnibus of Amazing Spider-Man just came out again. It got reprinted. That's a good one to jump on. And um, Ta-Nehisi Coates did Black Panther. So there's like a, um, over 100 pages of uh, his Black Panther run uh, that you can buy. That's a really great hopping on point too. Uh, this, this is a true story. When I, was, when I was at 17 years old, I had a friend, I won't mention his name, but um, he had the first 500 editions of a comic called 2000 AD, all in cellophane, never read. He bought two copies. Right? <laughs> yes. He bought right. one copy, which he kept in cellophane, and then he read the other right. copy. He had 500, all of the first 500 in pristine, brand new condition. We went to university <laughs> and his mom cleared his room whilst, oh whilst he was out. She just trashed them all. <laughs> they were worth tens of thousands of pounds. Yeah. Just the first That's one painful. alone. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh she just bent them. <laughs> they were under his bed. He came back. He was livid, as you can imagine. He still has Ooh. his I'm livid. I'm livid right now. <laughs> yeah, that's like... <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. hurts my heart. It, yeah, it's like throwing away a Van Gogh or something. If you're, you know, if that's your yeah. thing, yeah, that's hard. hard. Anyway, we've totally used up our time. I appreciate that little segue at the end. Though. That was a really curious little way that to finish fun. it. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back this time next week. This episode will come out tomorrow morning as a as a podcast episode. But um, I'm sorry to do this to you, but we have to do this because I have to request it. I need everybody to wave. I need everybody just to put their hand in the air. And with that, I'm going to use. Hazel's not doing it, but she's not doing the wave. She's refusing. There, got it. And uh, and I'm going to end the stream and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.